Welcome to the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you manage your money better, invest wisely, retire early, and grow your wealth for you and your family and live your best life. My name is Tony Thomas, Charter Financial Planner, Pension Specialist, and Money Coach. I've advised thousands of people over the last 30 years. I'm going to share with you real life stories and everything that you need to know to build a financially secure future and a great lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, then feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. I'm joined today by Dr. Clement Chiang. So Dr. Clement, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Dr. Clement is a published author on the psychology of investing. He's also teaches millennials financial independence from his 20 years experience as a trader and beating Wall Street at their own game. So Dr. Clement, please share with us some of your experiences on investing and how you can help others to do the same. Wow, that is a simple question, but comes with a heavy answer. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for the heavy answer. So let's go, let's go through the, the sort of steps that you want to go through and the areas you want to cover. But I'm fascinated because obviously you're in, you're in a slightly different genre to me in terms of the investment world. So it'd be nice to see how you approach this. Yes, I started off my training as a civil engineer. Okay. And back in the days when I was still in the university, I chanced upon a book called Unlimited Power, and that's by Tony Robbins. Yeah, I know. And I was going through the book during the campus holidays, and you know, chapter of, chapters after chapters is kind of a spark of fire within me. And at the end of reading the book, I actually wrote down a very audacious goal, and that is to become a millionaire by the age of 30 years old. Okay. And you must know, Tony, my, my family's background, we come from a middle class. My father is a chemical engineer. My mom is a housewife. And for me to kind of a break above that ceiling and to even dare to write down such an audacious goal, uh, there's something that went on within my psychology. So thereby, you know, started a journey and over time, True enough, I became one and I'm known in my country for becoming a millionaire before 30 years old. And the journey is really about what are the instruments available at hand for us to get to that goal in the shortest time possible. And I I was working very, very hard. Back then, single, (laughs) nothing, no obligation. I just went all out. I really enjoy working, analyzing the market and kind of take me to where I am today. So fast forward to to today, 20 years later, and how I started. First year I started investing was in the year 2000. Okay. And you know, the very next year, you have September 11, 911. There is kind of send the market down crashing. And two years after that, 2003, you know, the Americans and the British together invaded into Iraq due to weapons of mass destruction. And as you know, right now with hindsight of the history, that war, whether it's justified or unjustified, but I think it kind of sent the market further crashing down. It is, yeah. At the end of the war, I would say once they fire off the first missile into Iraq, 
the market actually spiked up. <laughs> it was so late <laughs> about the war yeah. about to take place. Yeah. Three months of war drumming. Da, 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 da. And finally, when they fire off the first missile, the market kind of uh, spiked and spiked all the way to 2008. The market that- don't always react in the way you would think. Yes, it's actually uh, anyway. So it's yeah, it's it's odd these things happen. I tell you what's interesting with what you said is, I'm interested to see if you uh, what your thoughts are on this is that you've got an engineering background, and uh, my little secret is I was an engineer as well. I started off, so I think we tend to have something uh, about us in terms of being an engineer that you think differently as well. So I don't feel you feel the same, whether it gives you a more logical mind of how things work or you need to know how things work. That's a natural tendency for an engineer. So has that been your experience or not? Yeah, absolutely right, Tony. You know, for us as engineers, it's all about math. Yeah. One plus one, it must be equals to two. Yeah. And I come from that kind of background and it kind of helped me built a very strong foundation. In fact, I wanted to give up halfway through my university. I told my daddy, I say, Father, I, I, I like to switch to business faculty. I, I don't enjoy engineering anymore. And my wise old father told me this, Son, this is your last obligation to me. Finish this engineering degree and thereafter, whatever you want to do, you go and pursue your life. And I went through it. On hindsight, those were very wise words from yeah, my father. In, indeed, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a strong foundation whereby engineers, we are trained to connect the dots. Yes, yes. And mathematically or looking at the things around us, we call it a perfect... No, it's a question I asked you because I get asked a, a similar question. Uh, I honestly believe is that there is... We, our mind thinks in a very logical way and we need to know how things work and we need to join the dots. And I think that lends itself very well to anything in terms of the financial markets. Absolutely. And, and when we are connecting the dots, it's always about past, present, and future. You need at least three dots to kind of triangulate. And that's the reason why I think looking at my past 20 years, investing through the ups and downs. In fact, I just did a calculation. I serve under four presidents. <laughs> I call it serve under four presidents, right? So we have George W. Bush that gave us the nightmare all the way from 2000, uh, 2001 to 2008. Uh, 2000, year 2000 to 2008. Eight years of nightmare. Poor leadership. Because the first year where he started to the last day of the eight years tenure, yeah. the Dow Jones actually went down. Yeah. So that is a measurement of leadership. Yeah. Second president, Barack Obama. Wow, that's like honeymoon days, 2009 all the way to 2016. We are on a 45 degree flight chart. It is so easy to make money. In fact, anybody could make money. Close their eyes, buy any stock, bam, the guy goes up. <laughs> so eight solid years, right? Second president. Third president was kind of a nightmare. We call him the Twitter president, Donald Trump. He messed up all the yeah. relationships in the world. He started the US-China trade war. The market just couldn't go up, couldn't go down, just went sideways. That's the worst for any investor or trader where you're just so anxious looking at a sideways moving market. And finally, we have our fourth president right now, President Joe Biden. And to me, I take a lot of comfort in looking at President Joe Biden because he was the number two man next to Barack Obama. Yeah, It no, is... No, going to be the same playbook 
You expect things to happen as it is. And let me give you the figures, Tony. Barack Obama was the president that introduced quantitative easing. Yes. He flushed out $800 billion worth of cash. And that gave us eight solid years of bull run. Yep. Now, Joe Biden, his so-called protege, did 10 times more. Partisan, isn't it, sir? Yeah. So the next eight years, granted that he wins the second election, yeah. I, I assume that he's going to win the second election. He's doing a great job right now. The market is at all-time high. He's doing what it takes to bring jobs back to America. He's launching the greatest infrastructure project. And he is looking at the country as a form of business to compete with countries worldwide. Of well, course, that's, well, that's what one. countries are, aren't they? They yeah. are a big business at the end of the day. And I must admit, uh, with Biden, also here in the UK, there is definitely a feel of stability and confidence in terms of him being president. And let's be honest, you couldn't have had a worse one than the, uh, Trump. Uh, so anybody has got to be better than Trump. <laughs> we hit the ground floor on that. <laughs> There's nothing worse than that already. We've gone through the worst. <laughs> yeah, so tell share. Tell me, it's obviously you've, in terms of your experience with the market, etc. Uh, you're also also sharing the psychology of all the investing because that's a big factor which we touched on before we come on air. So, how are you helping millennials or anybody? It's not just millennials, really, is it? So, how are you helping other people then in terms of how to be able to invest or trade better? Well, that's a that's a great great question, Tony. When I first started, I, you know, I followed the traditions. I was looking at Warren Buffett, great teacher, Benjamin Graham, value investing. I dedicated about three years of my life just studying fundamental analysis, over 300 financial ratios that we really got to know about, price earnings, price book, debt, equity ratios, and so on. Yeah. And after some time, I realized that, oh my gosh, if I find a cheap company or a valuable company in the sense where you know the intrinsic value is much higher than current yeah. market price yeah. i wouldn't have the guts to go in and buy stuff <laughs> okay. for me right now okay yeah. that was my problem the psychology of fear right then i move on the next three years of my life dedicated to studying technical analysis i say wow that probably there's a way out here 200 different japanese indicators japanese candlestick charts and so on yeah and double top, double bottom, doji, inverted cross, red line, cross, blue line, blue line, cross, green line. Wow, that's exciting, right? Yeah. Until a moment of epiphany woke me up. I say, what? These indicators are lagging indicators. They are not going to tell me what's going to happen. What's happen not what's going to happen in the future. It tells you what's the past. <laughs> yeah, but you kind of uh, force yourself to believe you are seeing a, a particular pattern in your imagination. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and you try to squeeze into that trick. Yeah. So I've gone through fundamental, technical, and finally, the breakthrough for me is actually deciding to stand on the shoulders of giants. Now, what do I mean by that, Tony? Is that I study the insiders of the world. And the insiders of the world comprise of people like Warren Buffett. George Soros, Bill Edmund, Carl Icahn, Ray Dalios, all the famous, including from, from your great country, Richard yes. Branson, yes. right? Yes. Now, they are consistently up there as a billionaire. You don't hear reports like Warren Buffett, first year, became a billionaire. Second year, dropped down to become a millionaire. Third year, he became a pauper. 
<laughs> they are consistently up there. They found yeah. a consistent way yeah. to generate wealth out of the market. Yeah. So I start pursuing this path. And in the beginning, I'm not understanding deep enough. I thought maybe I chase after the CEO or CFO of a public listed company. If they buy, I follow them to buy. If they sell, there's a signal the company is condemned, right? Then I realized, oh my gosh, there's much more hidden hands than them. Who are the hidden hands? The next level above the management team are what I define as millionaires. Millionaires who put in million dollars into a company stock. Yeah. Higher level above a millionaire will be the billionaires. People like Warren Buffett, James Seamus, Nick Schumer, and so on. But there's another level higher than them. We call them the funds. BlackRock, State Street, yeah. Vanguard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But there's one more level higher than BlackRock. That's the sovereign wealth fund. Yeah. The funds of the country, of the yeah. nation. Yeah. So right now, what we have done with our company, we are involved in fintech financial technology. We are the world's number one specialist in legal insider trading. At oh, yeah, any like point that. in time, I will know who is buying and selling. And I group together all this data under big data analytics, and I put a layer of artificial intelligence on top of it. Guess what? I can know where the hot money is going to right now. <laughs> right. Wow. Uh, and I'm sure that people can access this information from you, sir. Yes, they can go to my website at spiking.com. They can even download the app. In fact, good news, we are launching a brand new app on the App Store and Google Play on the 1st of July, which is coming up really, really soon. And one of the core questions that, you know, my entire engineering team, we are asking ourselves each day is this, will it spike? We want to get in before the stock price spikes up. And that's how you can make big profits in a short time. And that's the thesis that we are working on. Have you got any examples then? I mean, can you share any examples of how this has worked with particular instances or companies, whichever way you want to share that, sir? Yes, we got so many examples. Let me give you the latest one, something we believe in doing good, we save lives, at the same time we make money. So we are chasing after the mother of all metrics. I call it the mother of all metrics. Okay. Essentially, this is what I call the universe of net purchase. You see, Tony, every month or every quarter, the top insiders of the world, they are buying and selling stocks of public listed company, yeah. right? So what we do is we tabulate all the people who bought and all the people who sold. And if we take a net effect of that, if any company stocks has achieved a universe net positive purchase, yeah. that is a strong signal. Okay. So we discovered this company called Eli Lilly, a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. They have a net positive purchase of more than a billion dollars. Yeah, I know that. We I actually in. know that company, yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> See who are the insiders and guess what? You know, all the big insiders are there from BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard to all the top 100 insiders of the world. They have a big belief about Eli Lilly. Now, we are coming to encounter this company for the first time, unlike you, Tony, you probably know much deeper details about Eli Lilly. Yeah. But through the yeah. process of analysis, we discovered, hey, Eli Lilly is pursuing the path of finding the cure for Alzheimer's disease as well as Parkinson's disease. I say, wow, that's great. Because no one has found a, a cure, 
a breakthrough yeah. for Alzheimer's or Parkinson. Until today. Guess what? We went in to buy, buy the stocks and very recently, you know, a Biogen got approval for his Alzheimer's disease, price. kind of a lifted the stock price up 50% in one night and it lifted all other players who are researching into Alzheimer's disease. And exactly as of yesterday or two days ago, depending on which time zone you're in, yeah. Eli Lilly got his Alzheimer's disease approved by the FDA <laughs> of how to catch the spike before it happens. And that's what we do. So in, in terms of obviously the, the, this uh, fintech platform you've got, Spike, how are the, uh, is it subscribers you have? How are they informed of all these things? So is the question just going in or do you get notifications via emails or texts? And, that, and that's a great question because we believe that fintech on its own, we provide really solid, powerful data for you to act on. But the problem is this. Most of the retail investors, they are not educated to look at financial information like this. Yeah. And that's the reason why we also have to build edutech on our, of our business, education technology. Okay. So right now, what we have is a learning portal. And just like you do, Tony, I do my YouTube. Yeah. And what for every YouTube video, I, I broadcast out and I do YouTube live stream. So straight away, I'll ask my viewers, hey, you know, Everything I share with you today on video, they are available on the learning portal. And I want to encourage you to go inside there, enroll to the course for free, and every slide, every video I share with you will be found right there. Okay. But here's the catch. At the end of going through the, the, the online class, I will always put out a quiz question. To kind of check back, have you really captured the essence? Do you remember the strategy? tactical yeah. price points that we talk about. And that's how we hope the audience worldwide can benefit from our educational services. So right now we combine both EduTech and FinTech. They come on board, learn from me, and I teach them how to trade based on our spiking strategies. And then they, thereafter they can apply the data and become what we call self-directed investors. All right, brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a trend that is gathering pace. I think that the best thing that you know, the likes of you and I can do is educate people to be able to know how to do uh, these things, how to invest in a much more effective way than what they've been doing uh, previously. And you know, it's, uh, it's yeah, like, and well, it is. It's, it's the best thing we can do as educators, if you like, and obviously uh, financial experts, is to share our knowledge and expertise in a in a way that people can understand it relatively straightforward, but they learn mm. and, and apply then at the same time. At the same time, I want to add on to this discourse. I always, you know, ask all of my listeners and viewers to do one thing. Step one, can I request that you step into your nearest neighborhood bank and ask your bank officer, Mr. Bank officer, may I find out from you, what is the percentage interest that you're paying me per year for the money that I kept safe in your bank? And let me give you the answer from the number one bank in the world, which, which won an award recently. That's DBS Bank in Singapore. Yeah. They are giving out 0.36% interest per year. And what is the big debate right now on Wall Street? That the CPI, CPI Consumer Price Index, has hit 5%. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning to say, 
for you doing nothing, you keep your cash in the bank, but the amount of goods and services that you can buy with the same dollar is going to start diminishing, become smaller and smaller. Yeah. You don't have to do anything, but you are effectively losing money. That's why I believe that just I share the same vision as you, Tony, every individual out there got to be empowered. Yes, absolutely. Whereby they can become self-directed investor. So yeah. important right now. I think people uh, always see uh, or have uh, usually seen uh, cash as a safe haven. That's true to some extent when obviously we're in times of maybe uh, obviously trial and, and tribulation in terms of the markets. Yeah. But generally speaking, money in a, in a bank or a balance that you can should only be there for something you've got planned for in a relatively short time. Otherwise, it's not working for you. And therefore, you need to be doing something different with it. So you, that money is working and you are going to get better returns. And I don't think all people, I think it's more to do with risk. And this is where it comes down to, obviously, uh, you were teaching is, is to do with the psychology. People are afraid of the things they don't know. And risk of investment money is one of those, if you like, key issues where people, if they don't understand it, they don't do it. And not only that, they outsource their brain to someone else. This is the problem. They thought that they have outsourced their thinking to someone who's a, perhaps a banker or, yeah. or financial advisor, but <laughs> you need basic knowledge to decipher what that someone else is telling you. Yeah. So that's what I always tell them. Don't take what I say as the ground truth. You challenge my, my, my statement. You challenge my thesis. Yeah. That's how through sparring each other, we become better. But if you stop thinking and outsource that brain to someone else, that's it. You are not exercising that independence on your own right. And even if you become a millionaire tomorrow, you're going to lose the money within three years. And this is what's happening right now in the financial world. Since Tony, you know, both of us come from that background. And, you know, recently we just launched our hedge fund. And one of the key conditions is you must be an accredited investor. Okay. And we were going through the conditions. What does it mean where you are defined as an accredited investor? Holy moly. So my lawyer was advising me, you know, Dr. Clement, in the old days, many people got rich and wealthy because they bought properties like 20, 30, 40 years ago. And over time, until today, right now, they are sitting on, wow, suddenly their property appreciated in so much value. So you would think that this guy is very smart with his money. In fact, he's not. He just happened to sit in the same house year in, year out. A <laughs> right. hold strategy, all based on property. So this is what they call as old wealth. Yeah. Uh, definition of accredited investor, even if you are seated on a $20 million property, they will consider that as maximum cap, $1 million. Well, You they, are okay. only really worth $1 million. Okay. That is the definition. And from there, I understand, wow, this is good. There are laws in place to safeguard individuals. And the government in Singapore recognized the fact that there will be many people with old wealth through time accumulated properties. But if you ask them to make an investment decision or trading decision, they lost touch. Yeah, yeah. They got no idea what to do. And that's why there are laws in place to protect such individuals. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
So what's, in terms of obviously you, FinTech and obviously the educational side of things, so what are your plans for this next? Where do you want to take this? You know, Tony, that's, that's a big, big question. <laughs> I've uh, dedicated the last 20 years of my life. I've uh, taught over 50,000 students and started from options trading. I was trained at Chicago Board Option Exchange and move on to build my foundation in stock investing. Yep. And I did that exactly hand in hand with my bankers. We were leveraging off the bank's money. And right now, I'm also looking at cryptocurrency. Okay. And that's the reason why I call it the wealth trilogy. I believe every individual out there should be trained with the idea of options trading, yeah. cryptos trading, and yeah. stocks investing. Okay. These are the three most liquid instruments in the world. You want to buy, there's someone ready to sell to you. You want to sell, there's someone ready to buy from you. But at the same time, these are the three instruments proven. Let me give you the context of what I mean by proven. Cryptos trading, take Bitcoin for, for an example. It is already 12 years old. Chicago Board Option Exchange, yeah. that's coming to 50 years old. Yeah. The stocks market, that's 200 years old. And how many millionaires, billionaires made money out of these three instruments? You can see them all around us. Yeah. That's the reason why I have so much passion in this area. And I designed kind of a finishing line, you know, Tony, for my students, whereby they will ask me, teacher, so we make so much money. What's the game plan? <laughs> What's the game plan? I think that's a great question. And in Singapore, we are very fortunate. We, you know, we've been trained to buy insurance products. And I know, you know, you're into financial yeah, yeah, advisory yeah, yeah, and all that. Yeah. But the idea of insurance is that I buy an insurance pack package protection right now. Yeah. But I don't enjoy it. The moment I go to heaven, my children get to enjoy it. I don't enjoy while, while I'm alive. <laughs> so what the banks in Singapore did is this. The banks work together with the insurance company and say, hey, why don't we create a product for high net worth individuals whereby upon they buying this product, step one, I'm considered generation number one. Yep. The yep. moment I bought into this product, two years later, I'll be paid a lump sum cash every year right. the day I go to heaven. Okay. Step one, right? That's step one. Huh? We're assuming you're going up there. <laughs> That's funny, Tony. <laughs> I pray hard I can go up there. <laughs> There's still time for you to go there. <laughs> Not down there, up there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so I consider myself generation one, all right? Let's say I managed to get up there to heaven. <laughs> yeah, okay. But they have to continue paying my children, generation number two, oh, okay. every year yeah. till they go to heaven. Yeah, but you. it doesn't stop there, Tony. Yeah. When they go to heaven, they have to keep paying generation number three, my grandchildren. But at the point of my grandchildren, they have to make a decision. Yeah. Do they want to lease, inherit a lump sum cash? By then, the money has already compounded. Yeah. Or they continue the family's tradition to get paid every year till they go to heaven. Right. So this is what I call the set you free product. It free up your mind. And you know, the number one burden for us as parents is we will be very sick about children till the day we go to heaven. It's, it's a yes. law of nature. Yeah. We want to take this away 
And I, I brief my three boys. I say, you know, daddy bought this product. You'll be paid every year. Yeah. And yeah. since you're given this freedom of choice, then you can really start off life with zero debt and really just go out there, pursue happiness. Yeah. Because you've got no choices and pursue your dreams. What a nice yes. concept that is. So. And that is what's happening right now. I'm designing this for my students and I ask them work hard and that's your finishing line. You cross that line. You're going to enjoy, really enjoy the freedom of choice. And I always believe that, you know, each of us will live averagely 100 years old. Let's make, let's say the assumption is true. Uh, we, are, we are living longer. So there's every chance that uh, maybe not ourselves, but certainly future generations should be achieving hundreds of years old. So on a regular basis so even more so than now bearing that no more pandemic <laughs> we have enough with COVID-19 <laughs> I'm sure something else will come along so have you got in terms of the obviously the, for these students is this a structured course oh yes it's a it very is. structured course so what we've done is over two days and in fact we make it even more powerful in the past you know, they will come on board for or two days to spend time with me. Yeah. And I take the two days to just teach them the foundation, the strategies, the execution. Okay. Now, what we have done starting from July next month is this. When they subscribe to our course, we give them access to my past recordings. All right. Okay. They can straight watch all the past video recordings. Yeah. yeah. And they will spend two days with me. But the two days, what we're going to do is just non-stop live trading. We're going to analyze the stocks together, the options yeah. together, the Bitcoin together, and yeah. we're going to fire off trades. Oh, so I'm firing off trades like every month, I'm firing off about $100,000 into the market using the software I built yeah. to show them the confidence. This is the data. This is the strategy. Act on it. Let's get in. So yeah. typically like, one month we'll go into 20 different companies each company i put in about five thousand dollars and at the point of entry within like one to two weeks i'm out of half of my positions yeah okay and the kind of returns we are looking at is between five to hundred percent yeah profit yeah. return in one day okay some of them will be in two weeks some of them will be in one week but that's the kind of momentum when you have insider trading data yeah okay i'm sure that I've Few of the listeners are going to pick up on those uh, returns. <laughs> is this delivered? I'm, I'm assuming this is delivered uh, virtually online these days. Oh, yes. It will be exactly like how I'm yeah, speaking okay. to you right now over Zoom. And in fact, it's a, it's a much more closer experience. You know, I used to teach, stand on a stage to teach. Yeah. And in a live hotel ballroom, in an exposition. Yeah. Last 2019, I was in Birmingham uh, yeah. speaking to 3,000 folks in Birmingham. Yeah. So, you know, the audience are so far away from me. Yeah. I can't see you that up close and likewise, they can't see the teacher up close. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that right now with Zoom, everything is much more, you know, much more connected. Yeah, no, I, fact, I agree with that. In fact, while I'm teaching, the students can fire off questions and they will be tabulated in an online questionnaire and one yeah. by one, I just answer them. Right. So every question got addressed. Yeah, and you and wouldn't, you wouldn't get that in a live audience, would you? <laughs> well, no, for one, it's impossible to actually work through those anyway. But we all know yeah. that people don't necessarily ask questions in a large audience. Yeah, people afraid, make, uh, yeah. reluctant to do that. But it's easier yeah. for all of us to sort of ping uh, a question online 
for you to pick out uh, the one which is obviously uh, the more relevant one. So I think it's a great idea. Wow, Tony, uh, spot on. And we make use of technology. So every student will be posting questions, right? But every student has the right to upvote the questions that they want me to answer first. All right, so you get, you get a priority question because obviously you still voted which ones they want answered more than others. Right. Yeah, so we make use of technology, make it more efficient for my work as a teacher and the important questions get answered first. Okay. <laughs> One question while I remember to ask is, I'm assuming this is not just uh, limited to obviously students in Singapore. It's, can it be global in terms of the students? Oh, yes. We have right now students from uh, 50 different countries. I have students from England, from Europe, from South Africa, from Middle East, from China, from Taiwan, from Asia. Right now, we are reaching out worldwide because of this pandemic. In a very strange way, I feel we are much more connected <laughs> because of this pandemic. Truth. Whilst the pandemic has been obviously truly awful in terms of many, many uh, respects, especially also with the loss of uh, loved ones, etc. But there has been some positive uh, from it. And, and obviously, this way of connecting is one of those. You could speak to a much larger audience than you would have done ever before. So, But unfortunately, Tony, you know, the pandemic has also unveiled a really ugly sight. That is the rich and poor divide. Rich yeah, nations... And it's, and it's getting who, worse, isn't it? Getting yeah, rich, nation, rich nations get vaccinated first and they are yeah. protected, while the yeah. poor nations are still struggling to find their ways around. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the pandemic is has opened our eyes to many things that we would never have thought of before, or if we did, maybe we put it to the back of our minds, but there's things which are much more in focus now than ever before, and, you know, in many, many respects, rightly. But yes, mm. I agree with you there, so. Okay, so we're coming towards the end of the, uh, our session today, which I've really enjoyed. I've learned lots already, and I'm, I'm going to look more into this myself, so. But one of the questions I like to ask all of my guests, Dr. Clement, is what does wealth mean to you? You know, this, this is a great, great question. And I came from the era whereby we watched the World Wrestling Federation, WWF. I do not know you are from yeah, that generation. Yeah, yeah, I, not... <laughs> yeah. I watched it with my sons when they were little. <laughs> so if you remember, we used to call it Triple W, 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 right? And I have got an acronym for that. I believe the first W is all of us got to learn to work hard. Yeah. Work hard is the secret ingredient that surpasses everything from your IQ to your EQ to your family background if you are willing to work hard. Yeah. And if you are willing to work hard, you arrive at the second W. You are working hard towards what? I believe that's called wisdom. For all the past accumulated experiences that you have, they are accumulated wisdom. So truly, we are working hard to acquire wisdom. And thereby, when we have wisdom, wealth will befall upon us. The consequence of wealth is step one, we got to work hard. Yeah. Step two, we work hard to acquire wisdom. Yeah. Then and only then, you will have the wealth to enjoy throughout the days of your life. And that's my message about wealth. Uh, love it. That's a unique uh, perspective on it. And it's 
it's one I've not come across before. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use that one going forward. I'm gonna pinch it from you if you don't mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Tony. People listening today want to get on board with your program as a student. How do they get in touch with you? Which is the be- which are the best ways to get in touch with you? Well, they can right now. Th- th- thank you so much for asking me this question, Tony. They can just go straight visit spiking.com forward slash 2021, the year 2021. All right. Really easy to remember. Spiking.com forward slash 2021. Okay. And that's the place to subscribe to the class. And my upcoming class will be held on 1st and 2nd of July. Yep. Those Thursday and Friday, those two days, we're going to trade like crazy. And you know, the second half of 2021 is the $8 trillion start where Joe Biden is going to flush the market with so much money, every stock will be bouncing up like crazy. And that is the golden window of opportunity for us. Brilliant. I will put all of these links on the show notes so any of the listeners can find those links from there. So I'm sure you'll have a few uh, takers on, on some of these courses. So. Dr. Clement, it's been a real pleasure to speak to you today. I always love listening to other experts, if you like, in other fields to my own. And you've given a lot of new insights and new ideas compared to what you know, I can share because my field is obviously limited to what I do. But obviously, you've got a much wider sort of remit, if you like, in terms of the various things that you were teaching. So... I'm sure that you're going to find a lot of uh, takers, as I say, from my listeners. It's been a real pleasure to speak to you today. And I wish you well in everything that you do. Thank you so much, Tony, for having me in your show. And I wish you well as well. And I pray really, really hard for all your listeners to keep this journey together with uh, Tony and enjoy your days through. Thank you so much, Tony, for having me. Thank you very much. And I will finish on saying, Dr. Clement, I think you are on that direction. Cheers. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find links to everything that we've discussed in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about what I do or see more great money tips to build a secure and a happy lifestyle, then you can find all of these on my website, ttwealth.co.uk, or my YouTube channel, TTWealth. If you want to work with me, then why not book a free 30-minute call to find out how? You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also produce a bi-monthly newsletter, TTWealth News, which contains practical money tips that is free for you to download from my website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something that you've enjoyed and you think will benefit someone you know, then please do share with them. I'm sure they will appreciate it. So it's goodbye until next time. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow.